What it do, baby? It's your boy, Mr. Pro Fights Be Like, here on the Pro Fights Be Like podcast. This is episode 32, and we're continuing the Buy Black Mizzou series. And here with me, I got my Pro Fights. Actually, here, yeah, old head. You, once, you get, once you get to a certain age and whatever fraternity, sorority you in, you become an old head. You can't even get called Pro Fight no more. I got, I got my old head, Marvin Banks, on. What's up, Marv? What's up, dog? What's, up? What's the word? What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm all good. Marv Cross, Spring '97, y'all. And you know, you know, know, sometimes. <laughs> what, what's up? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, say that. Go ahead, say that. Uh, no, nah, well, I mean, big, big Marv Cross, Spring '97. So you know, I'm, I'm fall twelve. So I think once you get to like that ten year mark, anybody who's like ten years older than you in, in the, in the frat, you just gotta call them old head. You can't even call them profiles no more. So you got, you got that old got head to- stamp on you. You gotta be careful with that, cause you know sometimes you call somebody old head, they get offended by that. You be like, man, I ain't old. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll be like, what's up, man? I'm spring nine seven. They say, oh, you old school. I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, you you do gotta watch some brothers though, cause some some yeah. some yeah, I feel you. How you doing though? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I can't I can't complain, man. We talk about being an old head, but that just means you you keep waking up in the morning. So yeah, you sir. Know, I, all I keep doing that, you know, call me what you want. You know what I mean? So it's all I, good. I appreciate you having me on the show. Appreciate it. Oh you. yeah, for sure. I, I had to get you on here, dog. You know, you you are uh, doing your thing with uh all you know, the the daiquiri business, your pod, your page, all that, you know. So we're gonna get into that. So uh right. uh let the Do people it. know who you are. So my name is Marvin Banks. I graduated from the University of Missouri and 2000 yeah it was 2000 I, I i finished with my degree in spanish um originally born and raised in topeka kansas home of brown versus board of education um actually my best friend growing up is linda brown the young woman who was the young lady young girl that was the centerpiece of that case that was his aunt so i used to tell people you know it's an honor because i used to get whooped by a civil rights legend she used to have this yardstick she ain't playing no games but uh yeah so i, I grew up in topeka then um i got the brooks scholarship and went to mizzou and at mizzou you know i matriculated there um started off as a business major that didn't work i wasn't focused i ended up uh going towards spanish because i always had a i always wanted to this is when some people might not remember, but this is when the big Latin boom was going on with Ricky Martin and all them. And I was like, man, I want to uh-huh. speak Spanish. You know, I want to go into for- in the foreign service and live abroad and all that stuff. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to continue this uh, uh podcast in Spanish. So let me start over. Hola, me amo Javon, and welcome to the <laughs> Pro Fights Be Like podcast. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Wow. I did not know that, bro. You majored in Spanish, bro. Yeah, yeah, dog. I got a, I got a degree. You're the only Spanish. bro come through ZA that probably majored in Spanish. You know, man, we had a we had a grad bro, Antonio Tillis. He's down in Houston now. Okay. He, he um, was a Romance language. Uh, uh, PhD, PhD candidate. So he spoke Portuguese, French, Spanish. Yes, yeah, so I was the only bro, man. And uh, when I graduated, I went and I lived in in Mexico. Yeah. For uh, about three months, and came back, and I, I came back to um, Kansas City. Uh huh. Then moved to St. Louis, and I realized, that, man, I'm getting rusty. Cause Spanish, you know, foreign languages are one of those things. That if you don't use them every day, you'll lose it. Mm-hmm. So yep. I moved to Houston, Texas. So I actually, man, there's a lot of our chapter brothers that were living in Dallas 
and I knew I didn't want to live in St. Louis anymore. So I was like, man, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Texas. I said, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna go to Houston or if I'm gonna go to Dallas. And all the brothers in Dallas, but I was sort of kind of talking to this girl at the time, and she was like, hey, go ahead and go to Houston, um, and I'll come in a little bit. <laughs> uh, I was like, so I found a job. I found a transfer of my job to Houston. And within two weeks, I met my wife. Wow. Two weeks, I met my wife. We started talking and I forgot all about her, which is yeah. crazy because she forgot all about me because she she met somebody, you know, and, you know, they decided to get married and had had a couple of children, had three three beautiful daughters. We're still cool to this day. Yeah. But we laughed at it. How she sent me on that mission to go to Houston uh-huh. to get things going. I went down there and got married. So, oh, man. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> Met my wife, and uh, yeah, you know, um, her name is uh, Dee Dee. Is actually we'll talk about later. We talk about the business. She's yep. the she's the she's the Dee Dee and Dee Dee's daiquiris. So for sure, that's me. Yep. Hey, glad to have you on, man. So, um, as y'all know, I'm an alpha, and if he's my old head <laughs> slash profite for those uh, who don't like being called old heads, um. He's an alpha as well. So uh, tell us uh, why you decided to become a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Well, it's funny because my family, if you look at my family, it's nothing but Kappas and Omegas. But my god brother is a alpha. And he was the guy that I looked up to growing up. Yeah, and so yeah. I always, you know, growing up in Topeka, you're right there by uh, KU. Lawrence yep. is like from my house. Lawrence is like 20 minutes tops from my house. Wow. So me and my boys being athletes, we were, you know, bigger for us, bigger size, so we could actually go to camp, go to the campus parties, and blend in. You know, mm-hmm. some students. So we had somewhat of a glimpse of what you know college life was, at least at the party. Yeah. So when I came to Mizzou. I had an idea about Pleasant Alpha. Um, because of my god brother and then I saw the brothers that were on campus who were alphas and they just embodied all the things that you know I wanted to embody as a college student mm-hmm. they were active and active on campus carried themselves in a respectable professional way um, they ran everything and um, it was just something that really intrigued me while I had homeboys that wanted to do other things. Yep. There was a few of us in our crew, I would say like three or four of us who all wanted to pledge alpha. Mm. And um, I had growing up in Kansas, I had no idea like um, that I was, you know, supposed to be quiet about it. So my homeboy, <laughs> he had two older brothers in the office and we were sitting at a, me and him were sitting somewhere and this girl asked us, she said, Hey, y'all want to pledge? And we was like, yeah. She was like, which I want to play. She was like, we want to play as Alpha. Set child. She said, now y'all know you're not supposed to tell She said, now y'all know you're not supposed to tell nobody that, right? But uh, yeah, you know, went to a couple of information, got to know the brothers, and then the rest was history, man. Spring 97, SS Aropa Zima. Um, four on my line. Uh, we're still extremely tight. Anchor. Anchor. Hold it down, hold it hey, down. Man, they couldn't have put you at the A spot, dog. They had to put you in the back, man. I, well, yeah, because I was the tallest. And <laughs> How the tall are you? Six three. See, you know, and so. I'm the tallest on my line, but I'm the deuce, and it was seven of us. So, you know, man, honestly, I've seen different chapters do it differently. I've yeah. seen, you know, 
like the, the captain not even be the ace like the ace is just a position and the captain would be like the five or the captain would be whoever could hold it down you know what i'm saying yeah yeah different, yeah. Chapters, different ways yeah um but yeah just you know just because of my size just because i held it down man i was the anchor but damn you six three i would have thought you was taller than that dog can't even fake nah, it no nah, i'm six three man i'm just a big dude man i just i just i'm just imposing yeah <laughs> just yeah can't. That's funny, yeah. man. Yeah, so it was four on your ship, and I mean your ship doing great things as well, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, y'all all putting on for for Alpha and and y'all particular specific careers, man. So, um, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Spring ninety seven. Yeah, um, man. Shout out to Spring ninety seven, Kevin Brewer, Orvin Kimbrough, Jeremy Scott. Um, shout out to Adine. Yeah, it was a uh, you know one of those things, man, where you look back at it and you was like, man, that was rough, you know, but you know, hell, what, 23 years later, I look back at, man, just some of the funniest, most fun times I had, you know, uh, yeah. coming into Alpha and then my time as an Alpha, man, I, I it's, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't change a thing, ever. I feel you, though. Yeah. So, um, where we want to go next? Let's, uh, let's go to, uh, let's talk about, uh, which one came first, Man Listen or, uh, Dee's daiquiris. Man, listen came first, right? Yeah, man, listen, man. Listen. Let's talk about man, listen. So, if y'all don't listen to the man, listen show, uh, man, listen, y'all need to go listen. Uh, so tell us how how it came about and uh, its concept. So, the man, listen show was something that I came up with. I know I wanted to do a podcast. Honestly, been you know because you know I'm married. I have four beautiful children but you know as my children got older my kids are old now so like my youngest is my son he's 17 so he's almost out the house so I found myself needing to do something to occupy my time you know something to help me be productive because you know as your kids get older they you know they start to distance themselves from you and all that 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 adjustment you've made to being involved with them and them being the center of your life it'll leave a void so you know, I've always been very outspoken and um, really, really for black empowerment and the advancement of our people. I get that from my mother. My mother was very, what some people would say militant. Um, you know, as I was growing up, she had me reading, you know, Elijah Muhammad and watching Jawanza Kanjufu, Louis Farrakhan tapes, just different things to increase the knowledge about our people. So I knew I wanted to create a show that focused on black people. And I said, well, let me find some of the people that I respect, people I feel are the smartest people I know. And the reason why I wanted that, I selected the people I wanted because I was like, I'm not going to always have the answer. So, you know, if we do a live show, if we go somewhere, I need people who's going to have my back and who can, who can articulate and make sure that uh, we're, not signing, we're not signing silly on our show. Hell yeah. Uh, so I got my girl, Arika. She's a Zeta. She plays at, uh, at Mizzou. Um, my boy, Lav who is my pledge son, Spring 98, Zeta Alpha, and my homegirl C. C didn't pledge, but she's she's down for the cause 100%. Yeah. So we call ourselves the blackest radio show on the internet. All right. And, and, our, and, our, and our goal is to enlighten, enrich, and empower every brother and sister that falls under the sound of our voice. So for sure. we've been doing it about a little over two years. You know, we started off, it was kind of rough. We started off, you know, I was having to, you know, they was kind of nervous on being on air, and I had said, "Look, now y'all got to talk." You know, and you know, tell them how you know, you know how it goes. You got a podcast, yeah, yeah for sure. 
you can't be making that noise in the background. Tell your kids to shut up, you know, just <laughs> all the different things. And, you know, we, we finally worked out some of the kinks who, you know, got our sound right. And now we're really trying to grow into the YouTube. Yeah. Uh, YouTube phase of podcasting. So um, we're doing more videos, you know, we're trying to grow our following on YouTube. So yeah, everybody who's listening, you can find us on YouTube at man, listen, Instagram at man, listen, you can find us on all different channels, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. And uh, yeah, it's an entertaining show. You know, we have special guests on a lot of times um, when, you know, one of our, one of our favorite get one of our favorite guests is uh, Christina Slaughter Jones. I think her last name is Jones now. Okay. She's Delta Tau, University of Missouri. You know, I like to use my feet. I I feel you, dog. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that at all. You know, so whenever we have something that that, uh, affects the black community that may be somewhat traumatic or someone that, you know, we need to really talk about mental health, we bring her on and we talk about that. So it's a very entertaining show and it's enlightening and, and educational as well. So people should definitely check us out. Yeah, definitely. That's what's up, man. Um, so let's, uh, Let's talk about uh, the drink that make you. Um, I was trying to come up with a, a tagline for it, but uh, let's let's yeah, let, let's talk about DD's daiquiri. What would you about to say? Go ahead. Our, our tagline is giving good vibes to good people, one good drink at a time. That's the uh, all right. I, I can fuck with that. I can yeah. I can mess with that one, dog. Yeah. All right. All right. And I see you got the shirt on, dog. You out here flexing, dog. You. You out, you outside with it, dog. I see you in the DD's daiquiri shirt. All right. Let me tell folks, I got several of these shirts. So when you see me out with my with my logo on, they'll be like, man, dude, I was wearing that shirt. (laughs) shirt. Hey, they say they say Big Bob be wearing the same shirt every day, dog. Listen, listen, hey. Hey, I'm a big dude, man. Big dudes gotta gotta stay fly. You can't be walking around musty and stuff, man. Oh, you shit. Out. So yeah, yeah. You, so. you funny as hell, dog. <laughs> but no, let's let's talk about DD's daiquiris. How when when did that come about and uh what was the 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 big idea behind doing that? So um I talked about how I moved to Houston. I met my wife. You know, yeah, my wife. Um since we on profiles be like my wife is a uh member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Yeah, uh, she plays down in Prairie View. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been married. Shoot, I'm about to get myself in trouble. We got married. We got married in 06. So going on 14 years. All right. And we'd always kicked around the idea of starting a business together and mm-hmm. you know, going into business together. And going into 2020, things were looking real good. You know, in the 2019, I just, you know, secured a new job. Was making, making, real good money you know things are looking good for us and we were still kind of working on this deal this idea but you know how like when you're in the formation stage and you you get started then you put it down you get started then you put it down and uh came into 2020 and in february of 2020 i lost my job oh man they decided they wanted to go a different direction right yeah and i realized right then and there that, you know, these jobs, they're not ours. You know, we were quick to say this, I, this is my job or this is what I do. No, nah, that's their job. Yeah. And if they decide that they don't want you anymore, then they will let you know that's our job. You are, you are not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, man, my network was strong and 
the day after I got let go, man, I had an interview. My homeboy, who's an Omega, put me on. So things were working, but I had a, I had a little bit of downtime. Yeah. So I really began to focus on the business. And it started off, we were going to do a margarita machine business. Yeah. Where we were going to rent out margarita machines and do that on the weekend. But we like to travel. So we was like, man, I don't know if I want to be tied down every weekend. And I'm not that mechanically inclined. So if somebody mess up my stuff, I don't know. I ain't going to know how to fix it. And then it just popped to me. I said, yeah, instead of doing that, man, I'm just going to sell the mixes because I'm not a big drinker. Yeah, I don't, I don't, really? I don't, no, I'm not, I, don't, I don't really know. My wife gets it in, but I don't, I don't really drink, man. I used to drink in college, but I stopped drinking heavily around 2001. So okay. when I, so when so I, pretty much I did, you graduated. Yeah, basically like, yeah, maybe like, a year, like, like a couple years after I graduated, I stopped. Um, so if what so the joke was when I do drink, I drink the little fufu drinks, like the little daiquiris, the little frozen sweet drinks. So I was like, well, well, why don't we just start a daiquiri business? Yeah, we sell the mixes, and she's like, you sure? And I was just like, yeah, you know, we can sell it. People, you know, people drink margaritas and daiquiris all the time, you know, and um, it it'll work. And so yeah. we were thinking of business names for the business, and uh, her nickname is Dee Dee. So okay. I was like. Dee's daiquiris and you know if you see my wife man she's much better looking than i am so she's definitely my business partner but she's definitely the face of the business as well yeah oh so we started man and we just uh you know began to let, let people know that the business was coming did about a 30 day run up to the business through social yeah. media and everything and uh-huh. uh the reception was was wonderful. So when we launched, man, it came off. It came off well, man. And you know the love that we've been getting from everybody, especially the Mizzou family. Mizzou yeah. has been showing out for us for real, and I appreciate it because when you start a business, you know you go in hoping that the people that support you will support you, but that's not the case for everybody. I've you know I've heard people say, nah, you know my people didn't really support me, or if they if they did, they wanted some crazy discount or no, my folks didn't do that. My Mizzou people, they didn't do that. Because you got to remember my era. I'm going to go back in history. We got time for me to go back in history a little oh, bit? Of course, man. That's that's what uh, we're here for, dog. Yeah, so I arrived at Mizzou in fall of 1995. All right. And I was a George C. Brooks scholar. I don't know if they, if they had that while you were Brooks scholarship, there. still there. Yep. Scholarship. So at yep. the time, the Brooks scholarship basically gave you a full ride. Yeah. University of Missouri. So you had the um, George C. Brooks, and then you had what they called the Triple A Scholarship, the African American Achievement Scholarship. Okay. It was basically half the cost of going to school at Mizzou. So um, when we came in 95, yep. there was a, a huge influx of Black students to the University of Missouri. So when they had all that, that racial strife, you know, a few years ago, yeah, and that was that was nothing new. That was nothing new. We had, of been, course, yeah, with that. Mm-hmm. And the black community at the University of Missouri, it was very, very small before '94 and '95. Like that, it was almost like I would say, kind of like a a public Ivy League type school. So if you were black and you were going to Mizzou, uh-huh. like your people were, you were either athlete or your people were pretty well off. Or you were super duper duper smart, you know. So yeah. when they said, "Listen, we need to change the the look 
of Mizzou in terms of bringing in more black students. In 94, they brought in a huge influx of students. Now, mind you, I said the ones that were already there kind of came from that that pedigree that they were ready for college students. So they brought in in 94, they brought in a bunch of students who was not ready. Ah. So, so we talk about 94 and when you when I got there in 95, there's only mm-hmm. a few, few cats left from 94 because they came in, wasn't ready for the college experience, didn't do that work, and then grand opening, grand closing. So Man. 95 comes, huge influx of black students, and you know, it was while it was a lot. To, it seemed like a lot to us. Uh huh. We looked at Mizzou at the time. We really were just like a small portion of the campus. Yeah. Ninety six, ninety seven. They kept bringing in more students with the scholarship. But the one thing, the reason why I'm going there is, we were a community though. Yeah. We were a community. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's funny. I tell the story. I had for one semester. I had a a, a white guy who was a roommate. Uh-huh. And we'd have friends at HBCUs and they said, man, what is it like going to, you know, a PWI? You know, y'all, you know, y'all run out in white folks and everything. We was like, honestly, man, like for real, you, you forget about it. Like yeah. you never really can forget about it because of the racial dynamics and stuff that would happen to us. But like uh-huh. when I was walking on campus, you know, all the white students, Asian students, everything, they just became like trees or shrubs or anything. They were just the background. All I saw was my people, the black yeah. folks. Mm-hmm. And we we didn't we didn't all get along. There was that there was those rivalries, you know, us and the capitalists, you know, we had that we all cool now, but while we was on the yard, nah, we didn't get yeah. along at all. But you know, it was a community. We all supported each other, we all knew one another. And I think because one of the good things they did with the program that they brought that, that brought all of us into school, they did this thing called co-enrollment. So okay. when you came in under this program you weren't just in one class by yourself. There were four or five other black students in that class and you mm-hmm. all had multiple classes together. So you all could look out for each other, be study partners and not feel overwhelmed because you had somebody that looked like you that came from a similar background as you. And um, hopefully that would help you, you know, oh, my bad, that's my computer. You straight, you straight. Hopefully, hopefully that would, you know, help you, you know, advance through, through college. Yeah. So, as we graduated and we all went our separate ways, you know, most people went to KC, Macon, KC, St. Louis, or what I like to call Mizzou Part Two, Chicago. Yep. yep. <laughs> now I'm in I'm in Mizzou Part Three, which is Dallas. Yep. Part Four, <laughs> Dallas. Yep, you know, yep, yep. so how that goes? I messed that up. But yeah. um, when we announced it on social media, the love was just there, man. People were ordering. And it was like, you know, hell yeah, we're going to support. Yeah, I actually had people coming to me and saying, "Hey, you know, you know, you probably need to raise your prices." And I was just like, "What? No, no, I can't." You know, I, I did the research. We good where we at? It's like, "Nah, man, we want to support you, man." You know, and I was like, "I appreciate the love, but you know, we good where we at." So, it's 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 been wonderful, man. I I I can't complain, man. It's been overwhelming, and you know, as a new business, yeah, you know, starting off, the way we launched um, was so wonderful that um i talked to other mentors of mine in business you know in this e-commerce e-commerce biz and everything and they asked how things are going i kind of told them what how things are going they said man you know what when i first launched man um i didn't have anybody order i didn't have anybody place an order you know i came out and it was just that and because of that mizzou family 
that Mizzou network that we all we all look out for one another. Yeah. Um, you know, through social media and keeping up with one another. Um, it's just it's just been a blessing, man. So yeah. Um, I know I rambled on about that, but it's been I know. you good. Definitely, man. Hey, and uh I uh, I forget which podcast I kind of dropped your name in. Uh, cause uh, I was drinking, <laughs> I was drinking a uh, D uh, tequila with the, uh, with the, um, tequila margarita. mix y'all got in yeah, the margarita mix, yeah. uh, when we was recording a podcast one day with my co-host and I was like, oh yeah, make sure y'all go get this DD's daiquiris by the way, man. It got me yeah. over here lit. So it. <laughs> it's good. Hey, it. shout out to y'all for sending that to me, man. Cause yeah. when the weekend come dog, that's, you see, you see this bar behind me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, you we, go. We get busy. We get busy over here at this bar. Yeah. So, you know, I get to mix in my 1800 or whatever else tequila right. I got behind me and get it going, dog. So, shout out to y'all, man. So, you know, the, the thing, real quick, I'm going to tell you um, the good thing about our mix, you know, is that you can make it as strong as you want or as smooth yeah. as you want. So, yeah. so, if you're a lightweight like me, you know, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not putting too much in my, you know, I like to keep it nice and mellow, but you know, yeah. talk to my wife, she say, Hey, listen, throw some more up in that thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I went out with some of the bros from ZA. They like, Hey man, throw some more up in that thing. You know? So your, your so, wife be plotting on you, dog. She, she be trying to get you drunk, man. Take advantage of you. Oh man. Listen, yeah, she showed them, man. Hey, get some more, get some more. I be like, man, man, we got to drive home. She's like, nah, nah, nah. Good. We get it over. Go ahead. Drink some more. Drink some more. <laughs> She was trying to take advantage of you, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let's talk about college days. Um, we okay. throwing this in there uh, because, as you know, we got our own animated series, yeah, uh, called College Days. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure y'all go like and subscribe the profile. Check it out, like man. YouTube. I liked it, man. It was all oh, right on, dog. First episode, man. I was I was laughing from show. Man, and everybody asking when episode two coming out. Like, what people don't know, animation costs money. Yeah. So I can't turn around <laughs> animations that quick because yeah. um, people are expecting like for it to come out, you know, week after week after week and it, it ain't going to work like that. And you got to, the animator got to animate it. We got to record yeah. and all the other stuff. So I'm hoping we have some before the end of October for episode two. Man, well, hey, work, work, work away for your old head to come in as a cameo. You know, I, one, of, one of the things I've, I always get a compliment on is this voice. You know what I'm saying? So you can bring me in as, as an old head, man. I, I guarantee you. I might actually make you like the dean of some of the, the university or something. I don't know. I don't know just yet. Let me, let me, right, let, yeah, me, let, me yeah. let me sit on that. Let me, let me see that. where I think Let's I can put you in, dog. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that's, that's, that, that's cool. I'm proud of you, man, because in this world where you you're creating content yeah um being creative and finding different ways to promote yourself and to promote positivity is important and never sleep yeah. on what you're doing with this series because when i was coming up and this is way before your time you probably remember it because it was so impactful but when i was coming up in junior high high school i think even younger than that i can't remember when but a different world. Yeah, yeah. Had a huge impact Definitely. on young black on young black men and women. Yep. You know, being able to see the college experience, see the different fraternities and sororities now. So Bill, you know, he's got a lot of problems, man, that he gotta he's gotta atone for. But, you know, in terms of what he did for young black people in the black community with that show, yeah. Uh, it, the impact is, you know, Bill it's, it's, show, yep. it's and never Bill. gonna from Bill Cosby and to be up to a different world. Yep. Yeah. He, right. Uh, so, so yeah. I say that to say that with this show, you got the opportunity to do the same thing. 
Yeah. And, and you know, these kids, like my kids, they always on YouTube. So if they yeah. come across that and they see, like, oh, wait a minute, you know, you know, it's kind of college could be lit, you know, that, yeah. like y'all young folks say, y'all still say lit? It's lit, yeah, it's lit it, still. Uh, lit, uh, lit's uh, still a word. word. It's, it's, okay. it's going to probably be around right. for a little minute. <laughs> right. so, yeah. So, so anyway, man, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Stay, sure. stay encouraged. Stay some, some people was worrying about uh, the ending part, the voicemail, which, I mean, you're going to have to, if you like on Twitter and stuff, you understand where it came from and stuff. And of course, episode two, y'all, it's a joke, obviously, that dude yeah. played on on his uh, fraternity brother. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people was like, well, you know, if kids can watch this and this and other, and that's why I have a, a age limit on it too, <laughs> right. because right. like you know, like it, I don't want little kids, you know, watching it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's they can catch a couple episodes, you know, here and there right. or whatever. But I mean. I'm just gonna keep it real, you know, with uh, what how the college experience happened. What what happens in the college experience, you know? Like, um, of course, I want to touch on all type of issues when it comes to, you know, um, of course, studying and uh, trying to stay focused in college, women, yeah. men, and you know, relationships, uh, all type of stuff, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah. hopefully, we you know get get deep into that um, and. I can't wait to the second episode. Second episode gonna be called First Day of School, of course. Okay. So uh we the script almost done. I gotta uh record with the voices and we're gonna get in there, dog. So did you peep okay. uh did you peep the name college days? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. A lot of alphas yeah. be like, hey man, I, I see what Definitely you did that. there. <laughs> no, I caught it, man. I was made for I was made for real. So you know I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pull a stand and be like, I ain't see you on the block, dog. <laughs> <laughs> stand, man. stand made me, so yeah. Oh, damn. He saw you on the block then. God, damn. Uh, so let's talk about college day, your college days. Uh, what's yeah. one one thing you miss about college? Man, I would say just being carefree. Yeah. Not having any not having any worries man and just 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 living life to its fullest i mean i used to tell people i wasn't i was not an exemplary student at all yeah and so our our me and my guys and we all struggle we all struggle trying to stay stay in school and you know um I know it's sad to say one of the hardest one of, my, one of the semesters I worked the hardest was the ones I was trying to make line because I got to have the GPA to make That's line. everybody, right? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I can't hang with y'all. I can't hang with y'all tonight. I got to do this work, which I should have been doing anyway. But uh, so literally what we would get up, we would get up, we may go to class, may not. We would get, we would get G'd up, might go to one of our classes, and then we used to hang out in what's called Brady Commons. I don't know if they. Yep, it's our student center, which yeah. is student center now. Yeah. Yeah, but we, when we went back, maybe like five, ten years ago, man, it looked totally different than what it used to. When we yeah, and all the black students would congregate in this area between classes around lunchtime. So you would do that if you had an afternoon class, you would go there, and then head back to your room. And we used to be on that Sega. That's how old I am. Sega! Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. Yes, sir. I came back with the PlayStation, but we was on college football, um, Madden. Oh, yeah. NCAA. So we were always playing games. Mm -hmm. Then we'd go to the cab for dinner, right? We'd go to the cab for dinner. Yep. After that, you know, we'd go back. If it was Thursday night, we were watching Martin. 
that's how, that's when I was in school. Yep. Watching Martin on TV. Uh-huh. And then we go to the wreck and hoop. We go to the wreck and hoop. Now, mind you, what's the one thing I didn't say I did all day? Study. So yep. we go to the wreck, come back home, shower, try to try to go holler at some little some some chick on campus. Yeah. And then around 11, 11 p.m. midnight, we say, all right, man, I'm, I'm gonna open the book. You know, you know you ain't open no book that late. So the hell ain't. Constant, yeah, it's constant. It's a constant, you know, like, man, I, I gotta try to get my grades up. Yeah. It wasn't until my pledge father came, Frank Mosley. Shout out to Frank Mosley. Shout out to Frank. Yep. He came and he uh he came and just sat me down. Just middle of the day, he sat me down and he said, Hey man, you need to get focused. You need to get your grades. You need to put more emphasis on why you were really here. And Frank was only what a couple years older than me, but he was like, Man, you need to get focused. Yeah. He said, All these he said, all these chicks that y'all chasing around during the daytime, what you think they doing? They getting their work done. Yeah. That's why they always getting the those those academic awards and everything. Y'all up here goofing off, but they up here actually doing the work. Uh-huh. And when he said that to me, it really it really stuck. So I got more serious about my academics. But just those times on the zoo, man, just uh, just having fun and just the camaraderie, you know, the 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 guys that you meet from different areas. Because like I said, St. Louis, Kansas City, the different cultural uh, differences between you know those sides of Missouri. And then I was a guy from Kansas, but I was yeah. close to Kansas City. You know, my dad was my dad was uh, born and raised in Dobnoster, Missouri. So you know that's right by okay. Central Missouri. Yep, State. So yep. UCM. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's that's one of the things that I miss is just that not having to worry, having to pay bills, taking care of kids, just you know living life and doing what you want to do. Yeah, man, I could only imagine, dog. Yeah. Um, what would you say was one of your favorite ZA moments? Oh, without a doubt, Spring '98 when we won the Panhill Step Show. Okay. We won the Panhill Step Show. Um, the chapter that went through a little lull, you know, we had a, a bunch, of, a bunch of cats graduate, uh-huh. and, and you know, my line came into the chapter, so it kind of left a void in uh, leadership and direction. So you know, we we were just young neos, and you know, when you got neos running the chapter, it's never a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's never a good thing. Um, so we got into some trouble and that trouble that we got ourselves into made us focus. You know, we had different um, objectives that we had to meet in terms of uh-huh. day, in terms of hours of community service. And um, it ended up being a good thing, man, because it got us back on focus on what we're supposed to do as young alpha men. But yeah. we had a plan. Um, we knew we had a, a line that was coming out and those cats had a, had some they were pretty popular on campus, so they, that was going to be a good good thing for us. Yeah. We knew that we needed to win the step show because the – was it two years before? A year before. I'm going to say two years before the Cappers had won the step show. Okay. Well, these well, cats, the Cappers won the step – no, I'm just playing. Let me stop playing. Nah, these cats, they – I mean, they – you know, you know, women determine who runs the yard. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, women, yeah. women determine who runs the yard. You know, if you, we always tell young brothers, like, listen, you piss off one girl, she's gonna tell about five or ten of her friends. 
but you made one of them happy, she might tell one too. So don't go out here pissing off the women. You know what I'm saying? Because they make your party live. You know, if you don't have it's women. It's the game for party, free, y'all, if y'all listen. If you don't have women at your party, dudes ain't going to want to come. People ain't going to want to travel from other schools to come, and you're not going to get that, yep. that revenue at your party. So um, the Capitals that did this thing, man, <laughs> where um, they had, it was only three of them, and they, they did the little thing, and they did the little, you know how the Capitals do their little, their little freak, freak stuff on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they lit their canes on fire. What? They lit, they lit their canes on fire. They did a little step with their canes on fire. And the crowd went nuts. And uh, they ended up winning the step show. Wow. So we was like, hey, look, if we're going to recapture this yard, man, we got to win the step show. Yeah, for sure. So we put together a show. And back in the day, I don't know how it is now. It's been a long time since, since I've been to a step show. But step shows have like a formulaic layout to them. Like you do, you do your intro. And then you do this, you do this introduction. Uh, we are the such and such chapter, uh, such and such, you know, whatever. And you get to yeah. shout out from people in the crowd. Then you do another step with a transition. And then you might do a little skit. And then you do your, your final step and then you're done. Yeah. And we was like, man, listen, we ain't doing none of that. We ain't finna, we ain't finna do no punk smooth stuff like these Capitals is doing. We finna come out here and step hard the yeah. whole time yeah so we came out and it's funny because my uh my shit was part of part of the crew and he's mixed and yeah. we were like man that non black side of you is hurting you bro you have, you have to get it together man during this show but he came out he was alive as one out of all of us because he, yeah. he we weren't trying to be cool yeah he, yeah he wrecked it but we did one little skit where we were um uh my profile, Von Sanders, he was acting like he was a preacher. So he was ministering. That sounded about right. Basically, he was just saying, he said, uh, he ended up saying, y'all can't, nobody can't, y'all can't step with us. And then we proceeded to do about eight or nine minutes of just straight, hard stepping. Alpha train, doing all of it, man. And then we ended the show. We ended the show where um, uh, my captain and Vonnie did this move where Basically, he did like an acrobatic flip over over his shoulder. Oh and man! Slams and stuff, man, and the crowd went nuts. Oh. And uh, the funniest thing, man, the funniest thing about that, each one of us had our own little individual part on the show. Yeah, that we got to highlight ourselves and get our little pub. Yeah. But, so I was the I was the last guy to come out. So uh -huh. Three part, and I was the last one to come out, and the crowd was going nuts, and I was standing there on the side of the stage and the Capitals were standing right by me. Yeah. And when then when when my my shipping them came out and the crowd was going crazy, I looked at the Capitals and I said, Hey, y'all know it's over, right? And uh <laughs> my part was uh, that Biggie Smalls, uh, I love it when you call me big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a big dude, right? Yeah, yeah. So when that so when that when that when that music came when they said, I love it when you call me big pop. But and everybody knew it was me. You can hear everybody in the crowd going, more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know what took over me, man, but I came out and I wrecked it. It was just that adrenaline was rolling. Yeah, I already, I'm already hip. Yeah, that's a, uh, I wish I could find that tape, man. I was anybody about to ask, man. Tape. Like, you know how people be dropping, you know, the random yeah. step show tapes from y'all group. Was, I think that was B dub with somebody acting crazy in one tape, yeah. I think I saw. Yeah, that was that was a that was a, a neophyte show, man. If okay. Somebody, I, 
one one of the deltas I know in Chicago, she's got that tape. If somebody can find that tape, we can upload it, man. Y'all y'all see, man, how we brought it, man. Yeah, so that's that's probably my favorite memory. That's my okay. Favorite memory. Steps, man. Yeah, man. College days swiftly passed, pass. man. Swiftly pass. Yes, indeed. Man. Um, you got uh anything else you want to add? You got uh throw out everything. Throw out, you know, you nah, throw out your what? socials and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook at yeah. Dee's Daiquiris. Dee Dee is D E E D E E S D A I Q U I R I S. Follow us on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. You can also, if you want to buy some of our daiquiris, you can go to www.dd'sdaiquiris.com and uh, use the use the the promo code Profite. Use the promo code Profite, and you'll get ten percent off. So uh, definitely uh, do that. And I'm sure when uh, Mr. Profite drops this show, he'll put the link in there, so you can definitely uh, take advantage of that. Um, also, follow my podcast, Man Listen Show at Man Listen Show, all one word. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then also subscribe to us on YouTube. We're really trying to build our YouTube following. So, yeah, just, you know, looking for love from everybody. I appreciate you having me on the show, man. This has been fun. I really appreciate it. Oh, for sure, dog. I, I had to get you on, man, you know. I mean, yeah. y- y'all out here doing the thing. You and your wife, man. And I got stories um, for days. I got stories for days about Mizzou. Some of them we probably have to do, like, a, a outtake, you know, uh uh, Mizzou, a Mizzou uncut, you know what I'm saying? They ain't going to be able to make it on air, but you know. Yeah, I honestly been thinking about that, man, because yeah. um, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but the last episode was with uh, Jarrell Johnson with uh, Even Flow uh, Worldwide with his coffee and tea and stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, we went to high school together. So in okay. um, my five, my LB, um, they've been, him and Jarrell been, my LB Kevin, they've been best friends since like elementary school. So okay. he was saying, man, if uh, me, because me and Jarrell was talking, you know, our stuff, going back to high school and stuff like that. He's like, man, if me, you, and Jarrell was on there, that podcast episode would probably been like three some hours if we all just got on there and started talking our stuff. So that gave that gave me an idea to try to do something like that soon with just like having uh, people from, you know, um, possibly when you was on yard and y'all just sharing stories or whatever yeah. the case may be. I don't, I don't know how that looks now, but that kind of gave me an idea to, you know, uh, share that on a podcast, so I, I might do something like that one day. It, it would be good, man, because there's 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 a bunch of things that tie different different organizations and different different chapters together. So, you know, like I told our story about the year we went to Step Show, it'd be good to hear from the you know the Capitals about you know their perspective on it, or you know when we had different racial issues. I remember there was a uh, an issue on the yard where a young guy was supposedly jumped by a bunch of white guys and. Mm. how we rallied together as a community and um you know unfortunately ended up he was telling the story but you know we rallied together and we were like hey listen we're not gonna be by ourselves when we're walking on the yard we're gonna make sure we all stick together so nobody gets harmed so there was different things that highlighted the community and how strong we were even though we had our little petty beefs as frats and sororities we still yeah. looked out for one another when when it when the time was needed so that'd be, that'd be a good idea man for sure yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm definitely look into that, man. So, uh, thank thanks for coming on with me, dog. And uh, make sure y'all go buy this uh, daiquiris, the the margarita mix, the daiquiri. Oh man, when I tell y'all I was drunk off that margarita mix, dog, it's almost gone. I'm gonna have to order some more, dog. Yeah, and, and 
my favorite is the strawberry because I like, you like it. The, sweet. Okay. Yeah. The margaritas, the margarita, for those of you who like the kind of tart, that's the margarita. You like the sweet, the strawberry. And, you know, we just put out an Instagram reel asking people what our next flavor should be. So go go to our IG and let us know what you should think it should be. What's but, the streets talking about? What what flavors they throwing out there? Man, you know, we, we was kicking around mango. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be that shit right there. Pina Colada and you know and Bloody Mary because you know everybody's like, man, you know people like Bloody Mary. It's a hangover. You know people get a hangover. They drink a Bloody Mary and be good. I was like, man, that don't really go with our flow. But, <laughs> I feel you. Um, mango and Pina Colada. That's just like what the streets is talking about. But you can still vote. You can still yeah. vote. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. All right, bet for sure, for sure. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. This is Mr. Profice Be Like here with Marvin Banks, a.k.a. Big Marv, a.k.a. Mr. Man Listen, who is also over the Man Listen show. Make sure y'all go subscribe to his podcast. Uh, make sure y'all go to ddsdaiquiries.com to buy some of the some of the margarita mix and look out for the new mixes that's coming in the future. Make sure y'all use that code Profite, P-R-O-P-H-Y-T-E, for 10% off. And if you don't know how to spell Profite, ask your Profite. This is the Pro Fights Be Like podcast, and we are signing off. Cut. Oh, six.